Thank you for taking your time, your valuable time to click on this podcast. So you might be wondering what the heck is Zap and who are these people that I'm listening to? Well, I'm Beck. I'm Jono. And we met, when did we meet? Maybe about a year ago or two oh, years ago now. That. Probably in yeah. 2018. 2018 in the glorious little studio at a community radio station. Recently, we've been feeling a little bit down, a little bit, you know, with everything going on. We, we Some, missed something was the, missing. The, the high life. <laughs> we missed the bright lights and um, and the red carpet. And so we, we missed we, being absolute ballers. <laughs> we thought we'd get back into it. So Zap was formed on the basis that there is good quality journalism out there reporting on things that matter in the world. However, there's also a lot of journalism reporting on absolute trash. Mm. And that's where we come in. Here at Zap, we aim to make the good trash treasure. And each episode of this podcast will be dissecting and analyzing a completely weird and wonderful topic, which is what we specialize in, inspired by true events. It's going to be strange, hopefully entertaining, but most of all, it will be a lot of fun. So I guess we should get straight into it. The first story, I guess I'll start by just reading out the title. So we stumbled across this uh, well, when I when I should have been working. I actually found this oh, and I'm so time. glad. The, the brain juices are flowing. <laughs> um, the procrastination is at its best. Exactly. Really. So the title reads... Man enters County Bank, waves magic wand, and asks for five thousand dollars. Was it a robbery? Was it a robbery? Now that's the that's the big question. <laughs> <laughs> that's the question on everyone's minds. And first of all, honestly, iconic. I mean, mm. I can't. That's the kind of news that I want to be reading. That is. That is <laughs> honestly. There's a lot of doom and gloom going on in the world. Yeah. But I feel like this is what I want to be. I want to turn on the radio in the morning and hear. A man waves magic wand, asks for $5,000, was it a robbery? But we're going to find out if it was a robbery right after this. Securo Bank is the world's fastest growing personal bank on the block. And for a good reason. Securo Bank has just unveiled its latest innovation starting at the ATM. We strongly believe in easy to use, customer ready ATMs to suit all your banking needs. Like our immediate feedback feature that makes sure you're entering the right pin by reading the numbers right back to you. Seven, four, Five, seven. And if that's not enough, you can indulge in our exclusive double or nothing withdrawal system. Try your luck. Securo Bank, somehow profitable. So back to our magical wand wielding bank robber. The, the article clearly points out that when he walked into the bank and approached the teller, he waved a magic wand and it also specifies that it has a light at the end of the wand. Oh, good necessary information for sure and so he asked for five thousand dollars he didn't demand he asked for five thousand dollars there's no note though whether whether he said please so i'm not sure about that where do we draw the line between like is it a crime or is it fine yeah (laughs) (laughs) so after he's waved his magic wand and asked for five thousand dollars the teller then asked the man if he had an account with the bank (laughs) And the man, obviously, what else would you ask? The man replied... You're the teller. Someone comes in, waves a magic wand, asks for $5,000. You're like, ah, they must be an account holder. (laughs) Cash or credit. Um, So the man replied with another uh, wave of the wand, as you do. Mm. said he did not have an account and again asked the teller for $5,000. 
Uh, when the teller said no, the man waved his wand one more time, just the final flare, and left the bank with no money. So... <laughs> A successful trip to the bank. Yeah, very successful. I guess he gave it a go. He gave it a red hot go. Um, but the police in the town, they didn't classify it as an attempted robbery because it didn't meet the criteria. The man didn't demand the money, so that's the yeah, okay. you know emphasis on that he asked for $5,000. Yeah, okay. And the teller was not in fear or intimidated to turn over the money. Okay. <laughs> so... They didn't classify it as an attempted robbery. So it's even though I, for those reasons. yeah, he totally got around the whole. That's, I don't know what you'd call that's it. A the bank whole shebang loophole. Yeah, we, that's what we're looking at here, ladies and gents. <laughs> a bank robbery loophole. That's He's crazy. very clever. Yeah, I don't know if it was on purpose or whether he thought it might work or <laughs> well, like I don't know. I feel like, I feel like clever's probably not not what I'd label this guy as. I, I think he's lucky to to not have been slapped with any sort of fine oh, or for like sure. attempted bank robbery or anything like that. Um, for all we know, he's gone on and done this to several other banks in the area. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's been successful. Maybe he's living his life. $5,000 richer on a magic island. Maybe it's, not the, maybe it's not his first rodeo. Definitely maybe not. That's <laughs> well, because I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up the photos, all right? I'm, I'm pinning them on my cork board and I'm getting out my red string. I'm, I'm tying everything together. It's happening. I think I found a story that could be linked to this. Now, oh. there are some okay. inconsistencies, but I'm very willing to look past them uh, as what we're dealing with is magic, right? We're, we're dealing with cases relating to magic, so you never know. You never know. You just can't. You cannot The rules know. are different the in rules, the magic world. <laughs> All bets are off in the magic yeah. world. So I think he's a bit of a repeat offender, but not as you'd expect. So I'll give you the story and, uh, and, okay, we'll, and then we'll have, a, we'll have a think about it. The year is 2006. The, mm-hmm. the place is Iran. Okay. Right? A man is arrested for robbery after walking into a bank and taking money out of the hands of other customers. Um, so he's, he's, this is happening. He's taking cash out of people's hands. Um, is he saying and, anything or just like? Uh, it doesn't have too much detail. Okay. I wish it was quite detailed, but that's the yeah. issue with, some, with these kinds of, this, this journalistic Very trash. Elusive. yeah. This journalistic <laughs> trash often doesn't have that much descriptive things, mm. so it's often left to the imagination, which is maybe in our favour. Um, but Could so be. he's trying to take money out of people's hands just in a bank um, and he's very quickly like detained and arrested um, at which point he realizes that he's the victim of a scam <laughs> because prior to this robbery he'd paid someone who identified themselves as a wizard they oh paid them God. five million reals <gasps> um, which is like the currency in Iran which is a, uh-huh. I think around 120 US dollars in today's money um, still um, around about, which is still quite a lot of money. So yeah, he paid him that much money to turn him invisible, so that and and the wizard said so that he could rob as many banks as he wanted, and that was not the case. So no, it, so I'm guessing the it didn't work. No, no, the not invisible. At all. He, he was yeah, he was very <laughs> visible um, and very arrested. Oh my god! Not in his favor. Very arrested. Very arrested. <laughs> not partially arrested. Very arrested. Conclusively arrested. Um, it, oh my it god! It appears that he was the victim of a trick, right? But I'm wondering whether he was an accomplice to the wizard, 
And that was his, like, cover story as to not expose the wizard. Ah. And this would make sense um, as in the same way that the wizard was not able to turn the man invisible, the wizard in your story was unable to magic the teller into giving him the cash. Mm-hmm. So are you suggesting it's the same I'm suggesting person? it's the same, the same wizard. That's what I'm thinking. Because I, I see evidence, I see only evidence that points to that, no evidence <laughs> otherwise. It's oh beyond gosh. a reasonable doubt in my mind. Yeah. What have we uncovered here? What, what have we done? What, if, what, what have we unleashed? They're going to come after us. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's not the only case of, like, or just terrible judgment or bad timing when in, when it comes to criminals and and their um and their their spoils and their adventures, it's, I don't know if crime. I don't know if I should be labeling crime as an adventure. Oh, I mean, it's I mean, definitely adrenaline inducing. If life is a highway, then crime's an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm willing to say that. <laughs> um, so another story: these two men. Um, decided that a back-to-school event at an office supply store would be the perfect time to do some shoplifting. Uh, after right. all, every all the all the employees would be busy um, helping the like massive influx of shoppers. Yeah, um, find my scientific calculator. Exactly, and they yeah. sell for a. They're hard to find. Uh, yeah, there's, there's lots of different ones. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They all have the same buttons to me. A graphing calculator. Don't know what that is. I'm sure it's useful somewhere. <laughs> But what they didn't realise is that the sale happened to coincide with the annual Shop with a Cop Day when about 60 police officers show up to help children pick out school supplies. Okay, I have never in my life heard of Shop with a Cop. This has got to be an American thing. Like, 100%. Like, there's no way. I've not heard of Shop with a Cop in my life. Why is that even a thing? I don't know. Why would someone be like, you know what is a great, great idea? I'd love (laughs) to go to my shopping with cops. (laughs) With some officers. They are really good at picking out the right shoes to match the dress. Yeah, what about these these shoes and this belt? I'm sort of on the fence here. (laughs) Well, clearly clearly they should be spending less time shopping (laughs) with us and more time finding these wizard robbers (laughs) of the world. With Ugh. us, do not shop, but criminals, please stop. <laughs> and that's um, <laughs> that's where we'll leave that one. There and is... that's where we're wrapping this one up. So you're in the crime business. What is you need some goons, you know, some henchmen, some minions. Just a bunch of people stupid enough to do your dirty work. That's where I come in, have my business card. The name's Tony. I supply evil masterminds with enough people power to cripple small nations. You know, like Antarctica. Barely anyone lives on Antarctica. Anyway, so you give me the money, I give you the meatheads. Bada bing, bada boom. Find us at Tony's Stupid Henchman Inc. Biz. That's, uh, that's T O N. Uh, hey, I'm illiterate, forget about it. All right, we've learned quite a lot today uh, about crime, what to do and what not to do. Or actually, just basically what not to do. We've, yeah. we've Oh, actually, no, the first guy, he sort of, he got away with not doing a crime, but then also not being in trouble for not doing yeah, that crime. Yeah, he wasn't crime. successful. Yeah. So, so no, none of these people have been successful, but we're trying to come up with the perfect crime, or at least a strategy we think, like, sort of 
gets gets through those loopholes <clears throat> and uh, gets the us, job done. Gets the job done <laughs> without sending us to jail. That's really exactly. that's the aim here. Is it too much to ask? <laughs> it, oh, I think I think it, it might be. Probably. I guess we'll have to find out. <laughs> it really probably is too much to ask. <laughs> so, what are you thinking for the the perfect crime? Okay, so I kind of was thinking along the lines of the bank robbery story because I really wanted to be able to pull this off. Mm. So my idea, I, th- I think it kind of highlights the fact that if I was an evil mastermind, I'd be one of the ones who plans it out for years and I'd have a team of geniuses working with me, yeah. my own little think tank, and it would be so calculated that a hero could very easily find out my own plan and destroy okay. me, yeah. okay. probably a <laughs> mid-monologue because I'm so proud of my efforts <laughs> that, that I can't not tell them you how i got here yeah exactly you have to well, <laughs> so, it's, like, yeah. it's like it's like australia's got talent or any of those sort of shows you yeah. have to have the song yeah, story before story. you do the tap dancing exactly so my idea is that i apply for a job at a bank yeah i this is i work there for a step. year i become the star employee they love me I bake them cupcakes and cookies. Ooh. I throw bank parties. I don't know what they bank involve, parties. but I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll learn what they involve. Ain't, ain't no party like a bank party because yeah, bank party has a lot of cash. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll make up bank parties if they're not a thing. <laughs> I, I make jokes about interest and can often be overheard saying, <laughs> make dollars, not cents. <laughs> Yeah, we haven't got to the crime yet. I'm still giving my backstory. <laughs> is this part of the monologue you're going to say? Yeah, you get this caught? is where I get stabbed. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Ex- exactly 13 months into my role, possibly after a few promotions, I bake a fresh batch of cupcakes. So everyone's distracted. They're all yeah. loving my cupcakes. I then, using my influence, walk towards the big safe that we undoubtedly have because yeah. I think all you banks know, have a, the a massive safe, safe. That every yeah. bank has. Yeah. And they go, don't have you locked the safe? And it's like, yes, it's locked. That massive mm. two by two meter round yeah. door. Yeah. So <laughs> everyone's distracted with the cupcakes. I walk up and open the safe. Don't ask me how. It's a, it's a secret. Well, I, I mean, then... with all those promotions, you'll probably know the code. <laughs> all those cupcake exactly. promotions. I am the safe. <laughs> I am the safe. <laughs> so then I, I simply open it and empty it into an extra large Tupperware container, the yeah. one I brought the yeah. cupcakes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I walk out of the bank, past uh, the semi-collapsed bodies, and before you ask, no, the cupcakes weren't poisoned. They were just very nice. They're just so good <laughs> Little, that everyone's um, having a good night. Parks and Rec shout out there. <laughs> oh, okay. um, if, if anyone asks, uh, I'm simply borrowing the money. Yeah. So that's fine, right? Because borrowing's not a crime. Borrowing I is then, not a crime. I then leave the country and never return the money. That's quite a prolonged borrow you got there. <laughs> <laughs> that one's success. The, the old long-term borrow maneuver. <laughs> I was like, what is one way that I can I can take the money and and it's not stealing? It, it's I if s- I borrow it. I suppose that's a good way <laughs> of doing I it. Borrow money if from I a bank. Borrow the money. It's not a loan. I'm not a thief. I'm just borrowing cash. I'm a borrower. <laughs> You can trust me. I've worked here for 13 months and have baked a lot of cupcakes. <laughs> I throw bank parties. I'm not, you've been to all my bank parties. I understand compound interest. <laughs> yeah. You think I'm just here to rob the place if I know compound interest? You're out of your mind. You're the real fool. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, anyways, that's mine. I'm gonna now sit back in my chair and enjoy uh, listening to yours. Okay, <laughs> mine uh, is I've I haven't put as much of monologue uh, into mine. <laughs> Probably uh, a good thing. <laughs> which is no, I'm thinking it's a bit of a shame now. Um, <laughs> but here's 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 my thing here, right? Okay. So the two things that disqualified our would be bank robber from mm. being arrested is that he firstly didn't demand the money. Uh, and the teller didn't feel threatened. So mm. I'm thinking if I if I sort of flip the situation on its head and instead of like I'm not I won't be threatening anyone in there. Say okay. I walk into a bank, I got um a large, like a family sized tub of crunchy peanut butter in one hand. Okay. I've got this is it gets better. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, got where a are we very going big with spoon in the other? <laughs> And mm -hmm. I tell the bank teller, I say, hey, can hey. I have all of your money? If you say no, I'll eat all of this peanut butter. Also, by the way, I'm anaphylactic to peanut butter. <laughs> and then that puts them in, it's no longer a threat to them. They're not threatened. I'm not threatening them. It becomes a no. moral dilemma. And then if I eat that, I'm not anaphylactic oh, no. to peanut butter. So it kind of falls apart at that stage if it yeah. gets to that. If they're like, yeah, please, I'd quite like to see you blow up like eat a balloon. Um, I'll be like, oh, okay, here I go. And then nothing's going to happen. I'm just going to walk here out of Here comes there. the aeroplane. But if, even if it goes south, can, I, can they really arrest me for that? That's my question. I because I'm not, I, I'm not threatening anyone but myself, mm. and I have, I did ask, if especially if I throw a please in there, if I ask politely, I think that yeah, would be, yeah, uh, that's true. It's gonna win it for me. I think my plan, the crux of it is that it's probably gonna go wrong, but I'm probably not gonna face any consequences. Maybe, uh, hopefully, from what I we've mean, learned I, today. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see you getting away with it. However, I guess it comes down to, is the teller afraid of peanut butter? Or giant spoons. That is true. I haven't thought they about that. They might feel yeah. threatened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Maybe, depending I think on there's how some big fear the where you you can be afraid of spoons. Oh, I certainly hope so. Like, no, there, there's that fear. Oh, there's, there's the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. So oh, unless after that, that fails, then you'll go, hey, imagine this is stick to the roof of your mouth. Wait, sorry, I'm I'm trying to get you arrested here. I, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the other side. <laughs> Hang on a second. See, I I've don't already want you to get you. away with it. <laughs> He's come up with a perfect crime. <laughs> my monologue. My, my monologue. Yeah, apparently, apparently there is a spoon phobia. And <laughs> Liam Payne has, oh. has a spoon phobia. This is a, Okay, well, let's hope he's not the uh, teller at the bank. <laughs> yeah, true. It's That'd be a nice surprise, walking into the bank and Liam Payne's the teller. Well, it's probably not very qualified. <laughs> I don't know if it would be a hey. good surprise. You get into the bank, you're like, I'd like to withdraw money. He's like, honestly, I, 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 I don't know how to sing. He might but, give it to you. He's like, I could write you a personal check. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe it wouldn't be too bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've you forgotten do. what we were talking about. All you have to do is <laughs> bring him a check that you filled out from him to you, and then you're like, can I have your autograph? And then he signs off on oh it. Oh, my gosh. Got a, got a check for a crisp million dollars. See, <laughs> if we change the situation to where Liam Payne is the is the bank teller, it yeah. suddenly becomes easier to steal from a bank. 
He's the cop who deals out justice. He's the doctor who nurses the victims. He's the lawyer who convicts the suspect. He's Sergeant Esquire MD. Watch as Sergeant Esquire MD investigates all the crime scenes, treats all the victims, and convicts all the right suspects every time. Catch new episodes every Monday on Double Flick. Hello and welcome back to Fine or Crime. I really tried to sound like a game show host, but I think I sounded more like a, a news presenter. Anyways, welcome back to Final Crime. So we have decided since we've been doing a little bit of a criminally inspired episode, actually a lot criminally inspired. A lot inspired criminally episode, inspired, yeah. For definitely. no bad reason, just because no, we're, no. we respect just the art of failed crime. Yeah, we're good citizens looking at bad criminals. <laughs> Exactly. And that's so, the title we, of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so we've come up with a little fun game, potentially. We don't know. We haven't played it before. We haven't played oh. it. We're, it's, we're literally, this is all guesswork at this stage. Yeah, it really is. But we're learning. Mm. So it's got a really fun title. It's called Fine or Crime. Wait, Fine I'm going to say like, Fine or Crime. No, that Ooh, didn't sound That sounds kind of menacing Fine though. <laughs> Fine so or Crime. Oh, Next on nine. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> They're going to come. Anyway, sorry, I was about to go down a 60 minutes rabbit hole. So, <laughs> don't you hate it when that happens? Is that Tracy Grimshaw? <laughs> <laughs> or is that a current affair? I have no idea. I don't know. I haven't watched TV in like, <laughs> like months. So basically we've come up with a few little items mm. and we're going to discuss whether they are fine or a crime mm. fine being yeah yeah that's okay i think crime no you and should be i'd like to preface this that we, we we're not lawyers oh this is no. this is in no way legal <laughs> advice it's more whether we think it should or shouldn't yeah. be a crime this is very much personal opinion formed on our own means not a whole lot <laughs> yeah no i don't know i'd say we're experts to some degree yeah. As um as serial not crime offenders. Yes. Crime offenders? That's not a thing. Serial Are you crime offenders? That's the one. Good people. Serial good people. <laughs> serial eaters. Cereal, yeah. I eat cereal. Actually, I haven't eaten cereal in a while. Oh, what? It's like yeah. the best meal of the day. And that's the first crime. <laughs> that's the first crime. Not eating cereal. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to start us off because I yep. think this one is really good. So this I actually found online and I saw that it was a, a maybe. People were discussing it. Mm. So, and this is Australian as well, just for context. Yeah. So I want to know, Jono, mm. whether you think it is fine or a crime to possess 50 kilograms of potatoes. To, to possess them as if yeah. I'm a demon? <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> to, 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 to own them. To, own to have 50. them in your possession. Surely that's fine. You would think so. And in most Australian states it is. However, in Western Australia, it is actually a crime to possess 50 kilos of potatoes. Are you not allowed to be a farmer in Western <laughs> Australia? 
<laughs> I don't know. It actually doesn't say about whether you can own a farm. Oh, no, wait. Let me read this out. So section 22 of the Marketing of Potatoes Act, 1946. <laughs> the Marketing of Potatoes Act. Why? That should Why be a crime. We... Why is that a thing? <laughs> Why? Why on earth did we spend time making an act about the marketing of potatoes? <laughs> The Act prohibits anyone from selling, delivering, purchasing, or taking a delivery of 50 kilos. Okay, this is weird. Or what appears to be 50 kilos. So very um. So hang on. If it, if it just potato. looks like it could be 50 kilos of potatoes, <laughs> that's also illegal. Yeah, yeah. It's um unless, okay, here's the catch. Oh, yeah. Unless you're a member of the Potato Corporation. No Or way. an authorised agent. An yeah. Or- Forget the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. (laughs) We've got the agents of the Potato Marketing Act. Oh, my gosh. And and the penalty for breaking this law is a fine of up to $2,000 for a a first offence or $5,000 for a subsequent offence in addition to the amount... (laughs) Sorry, I haven't read this. In addition to an amount up to twice the value of the potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) across this and been like no we really need to up the handy they they don't only pay two thousand dollars it has to be five thousand dollars the second time and then twice the amount of the potato wait do you reckon people were trying to get around and they're like well we're gonna commit this crime because this is stupid so we'll just we'll just get like eight tons of potatoes (laughs) and so they're like okay we need to do like some sort of commission-based sort of fine for this Oh, that would surely be it. It's, it's probably two people like us going, you know what? You know what? But I reckon we can get around this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Professional Maybe we should loopholes. do it and just like live stream it and make people in Western Australia jealous. <laughs> Look at me, my 50 kilos of potatoes. <laughs> I, I did just spend 50, 50, however much on 50 kilos of potatoes, but I'm not being fined. <laughs> So you're, you're suggesting that we spend money this podcast will not earn us on doing something visual that will not work for this audio podcast. Maybe potatoes make a really good sound. Maybe we, This is what oh, 50 kilos actually, of sounds like. There's a guy who makes little, like, um, instruments out of potatoes, like whistles. Like he cuts, ah. like, specifically sized holes in them and plays them like an ocarina. That could be you know the sound is. we play in between That's each segment. Such a good, uh, we'll try and make a potato instrument and see what it, <laughs> it might just wind up. If you if on the next podcast you just hear a smush sound, it's because I've gotten frustrated <laughs> of trying to get the potato whistle to work. <laughs> and I've, I've just smacked it on the table. Uh, so that's uh, so we've established that that is uh, fine in most states. That is but, uh, fine. Crime in Western Australia. That is so fine. Even if it is a crime, I still think that's fine. <laughs> that is literally... It's a fine crime. Because <laughs> what what officer is going to fine you for that? Yeah, also, who, like, patrols that? My... <laughs> Potato patrol. <laughs> Kid, it's your first day on Spud Patrol. <laughs> you better strap in. <laughs> Because hang on, if if even if it seems like it's over fifty kilos, right? Yeah, that's how, still a crime. What? Okay, but then, 
You're still going to jail, Jono. There's no way around there's, it. There's no <laughs> way around it. But then what if you have less than 50 kilos? Do they then have to pay you twice the amount of the potato value if it's under 50? I reckon and that'd what, be good catch. And what if they've tried to fine you and yeah, they're wrong? Yeah. And, they, and then you, you can prove in court that it was less than 50 kilos of potato. <laughs> Imagine Maybe. that court case. Oh, that's <laughs> what I want to see. next, the Marketing and Potato Act. Yeah. Versus the people. <laughs> versus the people. <laughs> well, I have I have a law which I think is just as stupid. Okay. Um, I've I've found a few little little good ones um, around. This one is totally fine. Like, and it's another so Australian tell- one. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm Spoilers. leading straight into this. This is absolutely okay, okay. fine. It is in Victoria. Unless you are a qualified electrician, you're not legally allowed to change a light bulb. No. Yeah, that is legitimately a thing. You cannot what? change a light bulb unless you are a qualified electrician. Of course, oh there's, of, there's, I doubt anyone's ever been. Oh, there's probably been like two people who've been fined yeah, how do for you this. Get ever. Caught? <laughs> yeah, they bust down your door. It's like we have a search warrant. We have, we saw you got new lights in. We've been it's a sting operation. We've had we've had our van parked outside all oh week and gosh. no electricians have come in. But you've replaced your porch light. <laughs> We're on to you, Jim. <laughs> I feel like there's so many jokes you could do, like how many so-and-so does it take to change a light bulb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how many Victorians does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> Not many unless, well, unless you're a qualified electrician. <laughs> None. <laughs> such, a, such a dry joke, but it's so good. I guess what we've uh, concluded is that sometimes it's okay. It's fine to commit a crime. Well, yeah, what we're saying is we fully endorse crime, um, which I think is a great way to start off this uh, podcast series. Yeah, um, people just get to know what we're like. Yeah. Um, we're actually, on that people. note, I would like to hmm. make it very clear from the get-go that uh, when the robot uprising happens, we are on Team Robot. Oh, yeah, we are. We are on That's... Team Robot. Um, it's nothing against people. People are great, but at the yeah. same time... It kind of seems inevitable that robots will win, right? Yeah. That's that's just how I see it. Um, there's robots everywhere. Maybe I'm a robot. You don't know. I mean, we can't tell them that in the first episode. We can't. Well, we haven't told them that. We've, now we've what given... ZAP stands for. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's it. We're robots. That's what ZAP stands for. Just Also, you'll never know what ZAP stands for. We don't, we don't know what ZAP stands for. I'm it's, still learning what ZAP stands for. We're still we're taking a class on it at the moment. <laughs> Hopefully, in in two years we'll have a we'll have a cert three in what ZAP stands for, <laughs> and then we'll hopefully be able to give some more insight. Because right yeah, now we'll it's it's all it's just foggy. We've got no idea. Yeah. Not the foggiest idea. <laughs> um, but we've had we've had quite a good time today. Uh, we've talked about some crime that hasn't gone well. Uh, we've talked about some crime that hasn't gone well. We've also talked about some crime that hasn't gone well. Um, so a lot of crime that just hasn't really hit, <laughs> hasn't landed. A very landed. similar theme running through. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we've had an absolute blast. Um, I hope you have too. Um, stay tuned because next week or, or next episode, I don't know if it's going to be weekly yet. Yeah. We'll find that out. <laughs> next year, um, next we'll year, be back. Yeah. Well, we need to, we'll be halfway through our cert three. So maybe we'll have a bit more insight. Um, but next episode, we're going to be having a look at some unrewarding rewards. Uh, that's sort of a topic. 
hopefully it'll be an absolute cracker just like this yeah. has been. There's always weird stories out there and we find a lot of joy in finding them. And as you've probably heard today, are really going way too far. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> really overanalyzing them yeah. and making absolute nonsense. But it's been one one hell of a ride. If if you're listening to this podcast and it's around 20 minutes long, just know there's a lot, a lot that we've oh. cut out. <laughs> a lot. We are, we are coming off on an hour of recording. I'm that, yeah. <laughs> but um, thank you so much for listening. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been an absolute blast. And catch us next time for another episode of Zap. 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 See ya.